Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, Strikes Back. This is our review of Mission Impossible Fallout. My name is Connor. I'm joined here with Ben. Hi, Connor. And we are once again Georgeless. Fuck you, George. <laughs> <laughs> yes, George is off in Europe with his new wife, and they're enjoying their honeymoon, and we're left alone. Some suspect he's never coming back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let him back in the country, no. <laughs> Do we have the same answer, but like different <laughs> takes on it? Nice. Um, yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout. Number so, six. Yeah, number six. So, Ben. Yes. Tell me how you came into this film. How are you feeling? What was your opinion on the other Mission Impossibles, all five of them, in sequential order? Go. All right. Uh, the first one, haven't seen. Second one, haven't seen. Third one's pretty good. Fourth one's really great. Fifth one's okay. Sixth one, we'll talk about later. Um, well done. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, this, this, more, please. <laughs> this franchise, this franchise is like twenty one years old now or something. Uh, Nineteen ninety six. Fuck twenty two. Um, this it just won't stop, won't go away. It seems to have. It, it's a weird. It, I I was thinking about this the other day. This is a weird franchise for a couple of reasons. Mm. One is that individually they're just they're good action films, mm. good espionage. Like they're not overly clever. They're not you know too dumb. They're good action and and you know you can watch it for two hours or mm. an hour and a half but they also are very interconnected and they play on things that happen like three movies back and so it it feels like a franchise that you can either watch individually and get something out of or you can get something out of like the entire franchise as a, a continuous story mm. now i don't find this franchise to like it's it's good stuff. I don't find it to be memorable in any way. So I don't get anything from it installment to installment in terms of continuity stuff. That's and that's the thing that I find really bizarre is that it's not memorable. I could not tell you for the life of me what happened in the last uh Mission Impossible. I also couldn't think of a franchise that's six movies long where you could start as I did from the third movie and just watch from there. And not ever think to go back and watch the first ones and not feel the need to. Or So when we get into spoilers, I, I'd be interested to see if there's aspects of this film where you were just like, the fuck? Mm. Because this, this, this film relies quite heavily on things that have happened. Mm. More so than I think so any I've, other film has so, has so far. Anyway, to answer your question, Connor, um, I was uh, coming at this movie. I liked the last one. Didn't love it. People raved about it pretty hard. Um, the fourth one was really my jam. That one um, almost blew me away. I was really excited to see Brad Bird hit the live action scene, and I thought he did an amazing job. Um, but yeah, the fifth one was fine. Uh, but everyone was going nuts for this one. The 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 word leading up to it was you know best action film since Fury Road, which is not something I take lightly because I consider that pretty much the best movie ever made. Um, so. Much as I like to try and resist it, it was hard not to get caught up in yeah. the hype. And it was also the movie that um, gave us the amazing Moustache Gate uh, tale mm -hmm. with Justice League. So I was already really loving it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, coming into this film, I uh, I liked the overall premise. I really like Henry Cavill. Mm. Um, and I, I like that they brought back Simon Pegg. Mm -hmm. who I think is probably the best addition to this franchise. And you like that they didn't bring back Jeremy Renner? <laughs> really like that they didn't bring back Jeremy Renner. Because I recently rewatched Ghost Protocol, which is number four, which is the one that you just raved about. Mm. Um, and um, 
He sucks. <laughs> He's really bad in it. I'm going to have to watch it now just to disagree with you. There's a whole subplot about how he was racked with guilt for being the one that um, that allowed Ethan Hunt's wife to die, like Ooh. Tom Cruise's old wife to die or something like that. Mm. And um, he just didn't sell it whatsoever. Like he, he, the whole kind of his character plot was very thinly veiled there wasn't a lot of you know kind of reason for him to be there it was just the i mean if you really dug into it the whole plot of that movie was very thin like we have to work together and you're like Ugh. well if you're talking thin plots that's kind of this yeah franchise <laughs> franchise in general mm. while while also being convoluted at the same time it's, mm. it's all over the spot um but yeah so coming into it i'm i'm always excited to see the um stunt work the stunts mm-hmm. and and uh, the the action scenes the the advertising around that bathroom fight scene was um pretty intense and mm-hmm. it was something that i was really interested to to see if it lived up to the hype um, it's also just a matter of coming in to watch like the pure spectacle of tom cruise challenging time reality god himself yeah to just be this weird little ubermensch that he is yeah um, he's, he's six, bizarre isn't he? 60 ish years old <laughs> it's it's ridiculous he's like there's no other word for it he is spectacular i think yeah. there's a good chance that he's batshit insane but like oh yeah he's just kind of amazing but he's he's a movie star and he, mm. he might be the last movie star as well there like there are a few people that just embody that word but like, you just think you know movie star yeah. and it's maybe like brad pitt maybe george clooney nowadays maybe mm. but really it's it's fucking it's tom cruise mm. yeah and th- this franchise it seems to me just keeps leaning heavier and heavier into the the gimmick of um tom cruise is trying to kill himself on set yeah. which i'm sure we'll see doing it day. all for real <laughs> uh yeah and and this movie i think epitomizes that yeah um do you want to give us a quick rundown of of High level plot for this film. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> we've just talked about like you know. Okay, I'll describe the plot of every Mission Impossible film. Um, it's just the, about it. The the um the what are they called? The impossible. The IMF. The IMF, IMF. has been disavowed by the American government, and they're on the run. And that's kind of like every single. <laughs> that's Ghost Protocol effectively. Um, no, okay, I can do it. I can do it. Um, the 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 villain uh, from the last film apparently is back. I didn't know that, but he's. He's um he's trying to get no he's his followers <laughs> the the apostles so I'm getting this the high apostles, level stuff then. yep no his, spoilers his followers um are trying to get uh, plutonium to make warheads to um, explode the world to start like a new world order type deal and Tom Cruise is like not up in here yeah it's very very similar to Ghost Protocol mm. I can't remember what was at risk with um with rogue nation but uh the whole nuclear bomb in a populated area type thing is seems to just be the go-to for mission impossible mm. yeah um yeah that that's more or less it tom cruise out to save the day um with his uh happy-go-lucky team i would have had no idea that this film was returning from the last film if i hadn't read it yeah it well Sean, and that's Sean the thing Harris's like it, character it's they do a a half decent job of kind of giving some backstory but they're really relying on you having watched most if not all of the series up until now the and last. actually remembering it. not only just 
watching it but remembering it. The last one especially, like Rebecca Ferguson's character, couldn't tell you a single thing about. Even oh. after watching this one, <laughs> yeah, it's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I guess we can go like the. God, I can't talk too much about the plot without spoilers, but just in general, hmm. um, I wanted to touch on Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill, who are the two kind of main um, movie stars in this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've the, we've talked about leads. Tom Cruise just being a movie star, um, and I think that's what he is in this film. He's he great. does a pretty good job. Hmm. He's, um, he's still selling it. He's yeah. still bringing that A-game that he brings to every role. Yep. Like, I've I've never looked at him and been like, he's the one that let this down. And that's, for me, that's kind of, that's my benchmark for a good actor. Mm. Or like at least a, a good movie star. Is that if I can't think of a movie that he's really let me down in, then I'm like, all right, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Um, Henry Cavill is just, he's got this suave nature about him. Um, and in this, he, he, he looks beasty. He is so so beautiful it's ridiculous <laughs> it's so depressing um he looks so good with that mustache and like the the the, the scruff um and that 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 voice that deep voice of his yeah he could he could bring down a mountain with that thing deep silky voice mm. and he's such a prick in this movie i love it yeah <laughs> like for for a guy who's best known for being superman he's just such like a piece of shit dick in this he, I love it. He's he so really is up against Tom Cruise. Yeah, just like them pairing around. Like they just really don't like each other. <laughs> um, yeah. Everyone else, I think, did a really good job. Uh, Sean Pegasus. Harris as a as a villain is is pretty good. He's got the raspy kind of villainish voice for it. Imagine him trying to play not a villain. <laughs> it just wouldn't yeah. work. <laughs> um, Simon Pegg as uh, has Simon Pegg Benji. Yeah, he's he's taken a step up in terms of not just being the techie um, comic relief. Um, he's a little bit more involved. Because there wasn't that much techie stuff in this one, I feel. Yeah, it was a little bit more bare bones. Because Ghost Protocol, from my vague memory, had like a lot of... Didn't they have that shit where they put like the screen up in the hallway? Yeah, and, a lot like, of tech stuff. That, that, that was, was cool. Like, it actually made sense for him to be there. Mm. Um, and Alec Baldwin um, really enjoyed him in this as well. He's here, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... And uh, Ving Ving Rames, Ving Rames as being the only guy who's been in every installment other than Tom Cruise. I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's he's still going. He he can't do much. He's a he's a big man. He's just kind of stands around. Did you hear recently about um, how he got someone called the police saying that he was breaking into his own home, or they thought like there's a big black man breaking into this guy's home, and he's like, it's it's my house. Hmm. And there was a I think one of the late night. Um, talk show hosts saying like how bizarre what it was that anyone was concerned about breaking into Vinny um, Ving or Ving Rhames home can you imagine like breaking <laughs> into that home and then just like seeing Ving Rhames there being like oh just, fuck I I buggered up the gun I'm leaving yeah. <laughs> sorry to disturb you sir I'll fix that window tomorrow um, and uh, Rebecca Ferguson returns from the last film um, as Ilsa Faust yeah uh, people go wild for rebecca ferguson i don't know if you remember after the last movie that people were raving about her saying she's like the breakout star of this film she's gonna be the biggest thing ever has she been in anything since the last one she was in life i think uh oh maybe yeah yeah and um yeah and people the same with this one they're like she's magnetic she's amazing she doesn't do anything she's nothing for me at all 
She, I can't even remember in the last one, but in this one, she's a fucking blank slate. I like I. I'm not, I'm not even criticizing her. I'm just saying that nothing stands out about her yeah. whatsoever. Oh yeah, I should clarify. I, I'm not saying that it's her fault, but that she didn't really have anything to work with. Yeah, I, I was really hoping you were into her as into her as all the critics are because I no. want to find out why. No, <laughs> like no I mean, idea. I can't remember her that much from the last one. Um, I Please find... write in if Rebecca Ferguson blows your mind. Yeah. And you can't stop talking about it because I, I need to know why. Um, I, I found his um, previous love interest uh, far more con- or far more compelling. So it's uh, Michelle uh, Monaghan. Monaghan, yeah, from um, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, yeah, far more interesting a character um, and and rave worthy than than mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Ferguson. That's that's very interesting. I, I maybe I just. Had that fly fly over my head, but it's it's not something that I was particularly interested in. Always surprised me. Yeah. Um, so again, like it's hard because it, it's it's a spy movie, and and you don't want to give away any of the plot points. Even that though being it is, said, the plot doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> We're here for the stunts. Let's talk about the stunts. Yeah, the stunts. How does that stack up in this series? It nothing is as spectacular as him holding on to a plane as it takes off or uh, swinging on that tower in Abu Dhabi like the tower the tower is the high point it's, it's no the pun intended of no pun intended of this <laughs> of this series it really is the most breathtaking uh really practical uh, looking um yep. action scene i've, I've probably yeah. ever seen um it this in in a lot of ways felt a lot more down to earth with the stunts they're still really impressive hmm. and there's a lot of things that there's one scene in particular that looks like they just um it's 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 in the um in the trailers for it Mm. they basically just looks like they stuck a gopro to a helicopter and let tom cruise loose yeah which is it's a really cool scene also another really amazing high point um is when he jumps out of a plane with henry cavill um because they shot that they just shot they shot tom cruise jumping out of a plane there's a a camera guy also jumped out of a plane and the way that they filmed that scene is so impressive because it's Tom Cruise just flying around in the sky, like yeah. really doing the skydiving while setting up the shot and putting himself into frame at the exact right place, hitting his marks. It's amazing. And I got to say, like, I'm always really impressed with those kinds of scenes because... And it's during a lightning storm. <laughs> it shows you that there is a difference between something that is green screened and something that you're filming mm. right there. Like, there is a noticeable difference. And it is almost kind of ruined my experience of other films i think just because i'm like well it's not as good mm. like if you don't take the time to do it for real tom cruise did it why yeah yeah you? why can't you yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that that just uh, layer of professionalism goes through this entire production like every every bit of action in this while there's nothing quite as spectacular as some stuff we've seen before is so um tactile and, and real mm-hmm that it, it gives the whole movie a, a very strong uh, sense of just impact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we get in? I, I feel like we should get into spoilers. There's specific scenes that I want to talk about. Um, yeah. Overall thoughts? Because I don't think we've really kind of said whether we liked it or not. <laughs> no, I don't think we have. It's one of the, I'm not sure I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, look, I'll, I'll give you a chance. I'll go first. Okay, thank um, you. I came out of it being uh, of the opinion that I enjoyed it on pretty much like I enjoyed the other films. Mm. Like it was a cool action film. Um, it was uh, good fight scenes, good stunts. Um, the plot was highly relevant. Uh, no one really stood out as like 
um, a shining star in, in terms of characters or actors, really. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the closest two was Henry Cavill, maybe Vanessa Kirby, because she's fucking gorgeous. Mm. Um, but yeah, like there's just there's nothing that kind of came out of that that like that, that was really spectacular. But it was a solid film. It was a solid action film. Solid is a great way to put it. I, I think I was thoroughly whelmed by this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess the fact that the hype was so high that this is sitting on, you know, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, everyone's calling it the best action movie in years. The fact that I wasn't disappointed by it speaks to the fact that it was quite good, I guess. Um, cause yeah. Anything else after that level of hype would have to do pretty well to, to kind of... You know, it didn't live up to it, but it, I, I didn't come out being like, what the fuck is everyone talking about? And I can, can see just, why people like it. It's definitely not the best action film since Fury Road. Like, I mean, John Wick has been since Fury Road, hasn't it? Or was that before, maybe? No, no, that, that was off. It's since, the, yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. a, uh, it, at least as far as I'm concerned, the first one was far better than this. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't make that claim about this film. But um, it, it's... Yeah, it's it's good. It's I I don't think there's any Mission Impossible movie except the fourth one that I'd say I I really like and would ever want to watch again. But um, it's it's solid. It's a an amazing exercise in action filmmaking in its own right. Um, yeah, yep. plot doesn't matter, characters whatever. Tom Cruise is fun to watch. That's about it. That's probably the best way to describe it. Mm. Um, so we're jumping into spoilers. Uh, if you don't want it spoiled, and why would you? with all the twists and turns in mm-hmm. the Mission Impossible franchise. Um, shut her off now and, and come back later. Mm. Um, but if you don't care, continue on. Um, I, I'm very... In, well, yeah, all right, well, let's talk about Henry Cavill first. So he's the bad guy, which we already knew. It was Yeah, it was almost pretty <laughs> obvious. I did want to talk about the... Oh, yeah, it all relates to uh, Henry Cavill. Um, his fight scene in... The bathroom? The bathroom. Amazing. That might be the best fight scene I've seen in a very long time. 100%. If, if we're talking about just that scene alone, oh. that scene is a masterpiece, yeah. Um, it Because it's Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill fighting uh, an actor whose name I don't know, who's an amazing martial artist, it seems. I, um, I, I can't find who he is, and I want to know because... He has no lines. He must be some stunt guy. Yeah. Who, and he's amazing. He's amazing. But the, the best thing is they're not fighting him together. They're fighting him individually. Yeah. Because <laughs> they just clearly, they're just like, fuck each other. Like, there's this great bit where um, he's got like a knife to Tom Cruise and he's like almost going to kill him. And Henry Cavill's just taking his jacket off yeah, and like taking his ready to fight time. this guy. Yeah. He's like, he's like I'm not going to say, I'm not saving him. I'm fighting him. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I really loved seeing them have their asses handed to them. Because mm. in these movies, you so often see them as like these highly competent guys that can like slap someone and put them to sleep mm. or they they suddenly fight a businessman and and they're you know they can't seem to to you know throw a punch properly and mm-hmm. and you know these 5 minute fight scenes whereas this one it was it looked like two highly competent people that were were just going hell for leather with and very was, different styles as with well with very different styles mm. and it just it it felt fun to mm. just watch Tom Cruise, like that first thing where he just gets the shit kicked out of him. Mm. It's fantastic. <laughs> the the funny thing is, I guess, you know, Batman v Superman, the bathroom fight in that. Yeah. Batman, Batman kind of beats Superman. I don't think Batman would beat this Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the hits feel so hard in this film yeah. all throughout. They're so satisfying. Um, and this scene, they just destroy this fucking bathroom. It's so good. So great. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that, that really endeared me to that character. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, I love the bit just before that when they when they fly down, 
um, in the parachutes. And he just unlocks his oxygen? And, yeah, yeah, but then when he gets down there and he's... After Tom Cruise saves Henry Cavill's life midair, they get down there and, and Henry Cavill shows up and he's like, oh, it looks like you lost your oxygen. Yeah. It's like, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> they really made him out to be... The, and it's weird because he's so charming, so you're like, you're an asshole, but yeah. I kind of love you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was pretty obvious that they were setting him up to be the bad guy. And mm. I feel like they chose the look, absolute least interesting way possible. Yeah. Because... His role was already opposed to Tom Cruise's character, whereas he's like he's a he's a CIA headhunter, like he's an assassin who had um you know orders to go after Tom Cruise and kill him if he went rogue, which he has to do in this movie and every movie. And that should be that should win. be in the conflict. Yeah. That should have been what happened. But instead, they're just like, no, he's evil. No, yeah, supervillain. And the same kind of supervillain that every other supervillain in the Mission Impossible series is. Yeah, and not an inkling of motivation for it. Yeah. Like, they don't... I don't think they hint It's the exact same justification as Ghost Protocol. You're like, fuck. Like, how many of these dudes are there? He's Bane, actually. He's he's just a henchman for the bad guy. Like, he he doesn't yeah, have any reason very, for doing it. Very he's, strange. He's just one of the apostles. Yeah. Um, no, he's working with the apostles. Mm. Um, I, so, yeah, I didn't get his motivation. There seemed to be an inkling that he might be controlled by um, Angela Bassett's character, like the head of the CIA. But... Even turns out good. that was weird because her motivations weren't clear at all. Yeah, it seemed like she was um, kind of opposed to them, but only in so much as, you know, Henry Cavill's cover was involved, like not the evil version of him. Yeah, and, and, and what was really strange is that moment where she betrays them it felt completely them. and utterly unnecessary. Like, why are you making... And, and then to have her at the end save him with, mm. like, Again, no motivation. Like, I see those, your value now. Be like, what the fuck? It's what one of those mean? dumb moments where it feels like bureaucracy is like just getting in the way of an actual mission getting finished. It's like this is yeah padding things out a bit too much. Yeah, it just it seemed very odd. Um, I wasn't with that. I like. I mean, also the reveal scene with Henry Cavill, I felt was a bit like you just you could see it coming from a mile away. Mm. And I um, like the way they tricked him into. But the, that's the way that they trick everyone. Yeah, I mean, they did it earlier in the film. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that you can only do that so many times. Yeah. Um, it's still, it's Mission Impossible. It's got to have a few rubber mask scenes in it. Yeah. Um, and But just, like, his monologue be like, I wrote that manifesto not for you and your event plot. And you're like, I'm okay. evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like, do you get it now? I'm the bad guy. I'm like, He's practically yeah. holding it into a recorder. Yeah. Just being like, I did it this way. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Just, like, we, we just run with it, please. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. Yeah, but, kind of a disappointing term for the character who um, was... Very intriguing up to that point. Um, I really liked the scene where they trick the guy into thinking that the bombs have gone off. Yeah. Um, overall, I liked the whole scene, but I, I really liked what I thought it was, which was that it actually happened. And I was like, this oh, is shit. an interesting direction for yeah. the franchise <laughs> to go. They've just wiped out you know millions of people in three cities. I was very... Like, there's a couple of things that this movie did that strayed into territory that I thought was very interesting and they bitched out. Mm. So the first one being that where they're like, oh shit, like they they did, they did lose. Because yeah. every every movie is they've lost. And it would like, have been so haven't... funny if three cities and millions of people were destroyed because they just left the plutonium yeah, <laughs> yeah. in the corner. I mean, not funny, but... <laughs> I mean, they did the same thing in Justice League. But, but um, and then uh, when an awesome scene where he's going through 
um, how he's going to kill cops and stuff mm. and stuff. Um, the, like the music and like the implications. Like I was watching it, being like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like, so so how- he's undercover with some bad guys trying to break out yeah. Sean Harris's villain, and it it shows a full scene of um of him with them just they're killing all these cops um and he gets into a situation where he has to kill a cop as well um to preserve his cover yeah and I, then then it just shows like no it's a dream <laughs> yeah it's just imagining it. and i think that you can do uh, like i just it felt i liked it when i watched it even the fact that it wasn't real like i was yeah, like it would have been out of character yeah and, and and that's what made it so interesting i think like i think they pulled that off but if i look back it seems as though they had all these op- like they kept teasing us with something that was a little bit different mm. they're like nope i was like oh maybe just don't tease us that much because mm. it's going to start like exploding ex- exposing mm-hmm. exposing a flaw or like a little tick i like um, the the helicopter chase loved it yeah it was uh, like completely ridiculous, but absolutely loved it. Um, I particularly liked him trying to cl- like the uh, like the what is essentially just GoPro footage of him holding onto a helicopter. I thought like fuck, I love that. Mm. Like it, it just feels like I'm I'm being suckered into some very obvious marketing, but I'm happy to go. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, disturbing because Henry Cavill's beautiful, but hilarious when he got sprayed in the face with the the <laughs> yeah. fuel or whatever. He's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's so good. I was so confused as to why they did that because I thought I assumed he was going to survive and be a you know scarred. Yeah, ma- oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he went out real nastily, like it completely like ridiculous. Oh, From where they crash the <laughs> onwards, I mm. really disliked it. Really? Yeah, I didn't like them. You know, sliding down the mountain and like in those things. I'm like, ugh, don't. Yeah, I mostly did like that stuff because you know that was so on a timer with the nuclear bomb going. I was yeah, like, but it's it's so ridiculous. Like the the like that they just happen to be able to i hate when people are able to fall that far and mm. they just get saved by like that just it really bothers me it's mission impossible yeah i feel <laughs> um and then just like the way that he got taken out i was like uh it's just meh i thought that was pretty cool um, <laughs> with the hook in the head <laughs> but do you know what actually kind of irked me mm. <laughs> was the car chase scenes and like how lucky is tom cruise no he's skilled uh, that's what it is he's very skilled no he's a fucking wizard <laughs> yeah because he just ha- like the amount of times that he just glided through traffic and mm. then a car just like happened to stop all the the police or something behind him I'm like that's come on you can only do that so many times and he, he was timed like, it that way every single time he just like slipped through and then there's a car in the way i was like that's what makes him a great agent <laughs> he's, he's, a, got, he's, he's a fucking wizard yeah, he's got domino's powers from yeah, Deadpool. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what he like that's it mm. um yeah anything else that, that kind of struck you about that film no it's already exiting my memory the the only thing i remember about this this franchise is some of the bigger action scenes i i, I wish yep. it would become less plot dependent because i can't follow it well, I mean, and, and this movie was really plot dependent. Like, you had to kind of know their relationship, like between him and Solomon Lane or Sean Harris. Um, like, and, and then his wife coming back and from the third film. Yeah, from the oh God, yeah, she showed up in the fourth third, as well briefly, and, and yeah, it was alluded to in the fourth, and then that weird thing where the 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 love interest and the wife did like that half hug. I'm like, this is the first time you're meeting. And be like, you may do my husband now. Yeah, like, what the, yeah very strange slay. Um, and then there was reference to the first film, I think, with the um, was it Vanessa Kirby's character it was, I believe, the daughter of a character from an earlier film. 
Oh, really? Yes. Supposedly. I didn't. I didn't pick on that. Pick up on How that. How could you? It's been twenty-two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I did. I thought it was a bit weird. Like they clearly had sexual tension, but like that last kiss that they had, I was like. That's strange. So, uh, like, Tom Cruise is great in these movies, but so much of the construction of these films is clearly based around his ego because there's this you know, <laughs> gorgeous blonde woman who he meets, like, at 30 years old, and she's just, like, so in love with Tom Cruise from the moment she meets him. Like, the sexual tension is insane. She's just like, ah. Uh, that was, like... Me. And then they kiss for no reason. Super thirsty. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is just like, yeah. <laughs> I am gorgeous. I am Tom Cruise. <laughs> That might have made sense if it was Henry Cavill. Okay, I get it. Oh yeah, maybe she um, was just like, yeah. Can you get Can you get me a meeting with Henry Cavill? Yeah. Can I just say like the mustache was worth it? Fuck Justice League. This like Justice League would have been bad either way. Yeah, but he looks amazing in this. <laughs> he does. So fucking brilliant. There's going to be a resurgence of mustaches coming up right now. Directly related to this. Directly related to this. Um, yeah, look, that's that's pretty much it. I I, I enjoyed. I, I already said this in the non-spoiler. Um, section, but I enjoyed Simon Pegg in this. Mm. Um, I thought he got a lot more action time. Um, I liked. Uh, well, I don't even like. I, I enjoyed his like final fight scene that he's clearly like more capable, but still needs saving. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's getting his ass kicked by Sean Harris for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's just about it for me. This movie's two and a half hours long. It, and it feels it. It is a long fucking film. Yeah, it's. I would say I don't think it drags necessarily. I wouldn't jump right back into it again, but I think it, it's mostly pretty well paced. Um, like there's enough action for the time you're spending in in the yeah. cinema. There is a point where uh, the guy I was watching it with was like, "There's like another forty fifty minutes left mm. in this film." And I was like, "The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, what?" Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. They don't really make them like this anymore unless it's like a, you know, superhero movie with 20 people in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, good time, worth a watch. It has actually made me want to go back and watch the first two, just the completionist in me, I guess. Well, that and, and the first two are, are, are good 90s action films. Like, Everyone I mean, hates the second movie. Yeah, well. <laughs> one is a good action <laughs> yeah, yeah. film. Um, and, and that's... Probably literally how I would look at this one. It is a good action film. Mm. This might be the best way to cap it off. It's it's a good action film. Um, you know, I think you can just watch it without paying attention to the plot. Yes. Um, which is pretty much what I did because I couldn't remember a fucking thing from the last one. Forget about remembering the last movie. I can't remember what happens at the beginning of this movie by the time I get to the end. Of yeah. <laughs> like we said, two and a half hours long. It's a fucking long movie. Action movie. Yeah. Just action. It's good action. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, we'll see you next week with lots of news and maybe some movies. I dreamt we were meant to be reviewing Spider-Man Far From Home this week, but I hadn't seen it. Um, you panicked? I panicked. I, I would have been weirded out more if you had seen it. That would be pretty impressive. I'd be very impressive. So maybe next week review Spider-Man Far From Home. Who can say? Yeah, I, I can say. <laughs> can't, rule, can't rule it out. <laughs> I, well, I mean, like, I can't. <laughs> All right, everyone. Okay. Bye. See you next week. Bye.